Welcome to season two of Ben the Podcast. We appreciate you being part of this conversation. I'm Deb. And I'm Lillian. And we have occasional contributions from Leo the Retriever. Yeah, see if you can spot him in our episodes this season. <laughs> Hopefully this season will challenge your beliefs, spark creativity, and disrupt what it means to be well. We're coming to you from the traditional and unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabe. Enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Ben the Podcast. We're really happy you're here to join this conversation today. We're excited about our guest. She is a registered massage therapist, an entrepreneur, owner of McKay Massage Therapy, and the RMT Preneur. She's a, a mom and a partner and um, an all-around pretty amazing woman. Emily McKay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. We're really, we're really happy that you're here taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with us. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's, you know, a beautiful sunny day out and end of the week. And I'm excited uh, to, uh, to talk with you this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are too. Yeah. The nice weather's just been, um, oh, it's brought people, at least people in my world and myself really alive. I felt, you know, really energized by the nice weather it's not too hot I'm not complaining about the heat yet mm-hmm. it's the perfect perfect temperature like yeah, it's yeah. just that beautiful I call it jean jacket weather I love my oh. jean jackets yeah yeah and I can throw one on and we're good oh I love that's a great way to describe it I love my jean jacket too yeah. <laughs> um lots of starting points um how about you tell us about a little bit about how you got in, you started as a massage therapist. Tell us about that journey, what that, what it took to be, what it took to become a massage therapist. Is that a good starting point? Yeah, we can start there. It's a great, great path for my journey. So um, I went into massage right out of high school. Um, I, my mother concocted the idea in my head because I think she liked my foot massages and knew I enjoyed working with people. So it just was a great fit. Um, Really enjoyed my time. I went to Algonquin and had a great, um, really great experience there and started working in Ottawa, which is where I was living um, at this beautiful clinic called Body Poets. Um, And the owner and I just meshed well together. We, her and I um, bonded really well. And she gave me a great position there as also um, the manager of the clinic. She was building and growing her business and give it, gave me this opportunity right out of school, which was, um, I think really shaped where my career was gonna go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, when my husband and I moved out to Perth, I had to um, unfortunately leave working with her. So I was massaging and managing with her and then had to leave and work in in Perth which I was happy to do and I had some great experiences but something was always missing and what that was I think was that management and administration side of my work Mm. and that's what propelled me to to start working on my own and to run my own business and from there also organically created the RMTpreneur which is business coaching for massage therapists Um, knowing what I felt and how I saw the other RMTs that I worked with and managed and how, when they started either their own business or even as independent contractors in other, um, other companies, the, the business side is almost this perplexing ever their world. And I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to bridge that 
for massage therapists to give them guidance and support so that they can keep doing what they love to do and Mm -hmm. help other people um, and help me feel fulfilled and help with the management. So what a, what a complimentary piece of that, right? Because I imagine just being fairly new to the business world myself, um, there's a, there's a lot to learn. And sometimes people maybe hesitate to go into business, whether it's massage therapy or whether, you know, it's any number of things because that part seems daunting, or maybe they go into it and they find themselves drowning, you know, is that, is that, has that been with, is that accurate? That is completely accurate where they're either hesitant to, to break out because it's so intimidating and there's all this new stuff or just out of circumstance, they find themselves out on their own and they're lost and just, just hitting status quo. They aren't able to expand their visions. They're not able to fulfill that sort of ideal they had when they first entered the profession or what they dream about at night of what they want to do because they just don't know how or have the guidance or have maybe the confidence to really push the boundaries of what we can do as massage therapists. Um, so I want to facilitate that for them. I want to make see massage become this, this integrated practice into everyone's life and um, really a, a whole part of, of somebody's care and somebody's wellness. And to do that, I can do it just through my own work, or I can also help other people. And that's where the two businesses meet. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And I understand, I mean, I want to talk about massage in a minute, but your new business, (laughs) RMTpreneur, we were talking before we hit record, this is a business you started during the pandemic. Yeah, I know. That's not, that's, that's no small feat. It it isn't. It's, it's really been on the, um, on the back burner for many years. So I, when I did my own, when I pre-McKay massage therapy, I also owned a business called My Little Sunshine Wellness, which was exclusively complex care children or just children in general going to their homes, um, which I loved. And, and it was really great pandemic kind of sidelined that one. But when I was launching that business, I worked with business coaches. I really brought back out that, that management side and administration side I love. And I started to think of this RMTpreneur idea. I was like, you know what? This is needed. This is needed. And then the years went on and then the pandemic and all these things. I was like, I just need to launch this. So today is the day I shouldn't just sit around. People need this right away. And I, I just have to jump in with both feet. And so I did. And it's been great. Mm, that's very cool. And I suspect that people needed it even more during the pandemic, right? It's such a time of upheaval. And I think it... I want to just help people navigate that uncertainty. You know, we've been fortunate in massage therapists as being healthcare, we can still operate. Um, But I think everyone in the three months we had off before we could start working again, everyone had a moment of pause to rethink their career, rethink their business, rethink what's their why, why are they doing what they're doing? And to help them navigate now that new, that new idea, what, where do they want to go now after that pause? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very cool. And I think it speaks to Mm -hmm. many things about you that you, you didn't let the pandemic, or maybe you saw the pandemic as the right time for you to, to jump in with both feet and see where it, you know, you landed. That's, that's really cool. 
And I'm glad that it's been well received. Yes, it's been, I've been thrilled by that because I, I mean, with anything, I mean, you, you own a business too. You're, when you have such passion behind what you're doing, it's almost like letting, you know, your baby walk the first time. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't fall. I want you to do well. So, you know, announcing this to the world was, it is, it's a bit of vulnerability there. Uh, And I was so thrilled that it was, it still is being so well received and the new interest in it, I getting more um, business coaching clients than I expected to just, you know, we're at uh, six months in. Um, I have uh, lots of opportunities to, to share with the information and it's really just sharing information is my biggest thing. And I'm so happy there's people who want to hear it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on the business coaching side of things because that's it sounds like that's what the business is and mentoring do you have clients who aren't massage therapists I'm just curious I do okay (laughs) well still within um healthcare that it's what I know um you know Mm -hmm. there's certain things within business that are almost standard-ish I hate saying that because every business is unique to itself but I do have a couple physios that I work with um yeah so that's been the other sort of profession that has gravitated towards what I do oh excellent that must feel good to know that those skills are transferable or you know they're maybe not transferable applicable to other other folks working in healthcare yeah it's really great it's really great um to see that my messaging and what I have to share is resonating more than just with the RMT title. It's with any healthcare who want to make a difference and need support in, in their business. Very cool. Oh, great. Um, congratulations. That's thank you. Yeah, I bet awesome. people are yeah really lucky to work with you. You're um, just a source of a lot of information, but also you've got such a, a personable way and you're warm. And I'm sure that that's the same. I've heard, you know, I've spoke, I haven't had a massage from you, but I know people who have, and they've just Aww. so highly of you. So, you Thanks, know, it comes out in just the way you, you, I've been lucky enough to be in a room with you and you've got some great energy and I'm sure your clients, regardless of what, what they're bringing in, you know, feel that as well. I'm sure that we have people listening who are, are uncertain about massage. They've maybe never had one or are curious about massage. I'd like to know, you know, from your perspective, Emily, who, who needs a massage and then who, who provides massage? Tell us about those things. Yeah. So the, who, who comes in is my goal is that everyone can come in, but I do know that it is a a difficult thing for people to wrap their heads around of what this might look like. And it's people who want to reconnect with their body. Massage is about rehab and it's about prevention. And we work with muscles and, um, and your nervous system and that's there, but also, you know, occupational therapists and physios and a lot of healthcare does that. The difference that I find in massage is that it's human contact. I am using my hands and I'm touching your skin, your body, your muscles, and it helps you reconnect with that. It gives you sort of this proprioceptive input, um, but also just this slower, kinder, gentler 
reconnection to who you are mm-hmm. um, while benefiting, you know, your muscles and your nervous system and what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, I see uh, all ages and stages. I have, you know, I still see a lot of children from my previous um, uh, business endeavor that have migrated over. So I see infants who, you know, are, are gassy and helping mothers connect and or parents connect and help them improve that to children who are having um, stress headaches to motor vehicle accident cases to veterans who have had years of physical um, abuse to their body um, to just, you know, I ca- call them the stress professionals, those, you know, 35 to 55 year olds who are in the complete mix of, you know, raising a family, running businesses, going to work, balancing aging parents, and they're just overworked. And so be giving them just an hour or half hour or 90 minutes or whatever they need, just some time in their schedule to reconnect with their body um, and, and help those aches and pains that are being um, being shown and, and because of what they do mm-hmm. um, as an RMT. So who is providing the massage um, RMTs were regulated. Uh, we are um, health professionals, which is shown in this pandemic that we can still operate because we have a college that oversees us. We have um, the education behind us. We have the regulation in there. And we understand um, healthcare and how to safely uh, provide that uh, for people. So it's um, it's trusted hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking, I was thinking about. First of all, I feel like my body's relaxing just hearing you talk about <laughs> you know just reconnecting with the body and hands on the body. That's that's a lovely image. And also, I think in this time where we are not permitted to connect with people physically, you know, with a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. What, how intimate that work, your work is intimate, but right now it's even more, you can't hug your aging mother and you can touch them. You know, that's, that's such a privilege. It is a huge privilege right now. And I think that's what massage therapists are seeing and in particular in my practice, you know, I, it's, you know, exploded. I, I've been busy, the busiest I've ever been in my my nine years of practice. Um, you know, that's probably a lot of factors, but I think one of it is this: it is a safe touch environment. We have everything needs to be distanced. We're masked. We can't, you know, sit and chat with people the same way. We can't connect with our family the same way. Human connection has for obvious reasons and important reasons, but has had to distance lately. And I think this allows, um, it gives people permission to have human contact. Mm. I think that's a really wonderful privilege that I have as a massage therapist to provide that for people. Uh, One of the interesting things I've realized, and it's definitely, no, it's probably been since I reopened in June, Um, but I've noticed it a lot lately is just how much um, more chatty clients are. Mm. They are so excited to be in and have somebody that they can talk to for an hour. And, Mm. you know, it's, it's really fun to see that, that difference um, and shift in people and Mm -hmm. have them leave feeling hopefully a little bit more whole. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. As, as opposed to 
you know, pre-pandemic, you had a mix of people who would be chatty and people who would be just silent. Is that? And that's just it. And that's what, you know, you can expect going in to. Yeah, that's a good, maybe we could dig into that a little bit, because as I, I'm, I'm thinking about the folks that I know who have never had a massage and I'm trying to, you know, sell them on it a little bit because they think, oh, I have to be quiet for an hour. I have to be naked. I have to be all the barriers that may keep them from going. So can you tell us what a session, I mean, there's no typical, but tell us what the options are. Absolutely. So a session is um, directed by you, the client. So the massage therapist has the skill, has the knowledge and has the expertise and will craft sort of a massage that's going to benefit you, but you always have, you're empowered as the client to make sure it feels like something you're comfortable with. So sessions can range from 30 minutes to, oh gosh, I've done two hour treatments. Um, Actually, I've done 15 minute treatments with little children. Um, So there's no length of time, but we'll say on average, 60 minute is what people find to be beneficial. Um, We we work either in specific areas and are very focused on injury or tension. Say you have muscle tension in your back that's been nagging for the past week and you just want focus there, or maybe you feel stressed all over and you're just disconnected with your body, then we can look at doing a full body treatment. That varies. The level of clothing varies. So some people are um, completely uh, undressed and they are securely um, uh, covered by our draping and we just uncover what we need to treat at the time then cover it back up or they are fully clothed um, or at any other level of undress. So mm-hmm. some people keep you know, their pants on, some people wanna keep their socks on. So it, I've seen it all and it is up to you as the client to determine what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, the pressure varies, you know, there's very light pressure, very deep pressure. It's not, you know, I get a lot of people who come in new, they think it's this old guy, you know, gotta have deep pressure from the movies and they're, I can't hold on, I can't breathe. No, I mean, if that works for you, great. Because it's about pain and that threshold of pain and working with the nervous system. If we push it too far, your body's not going to be able to, it's going to go into stress mode. And that's what we're trying to pull you away from. So, but what the amount of pressure is to get there is different from everyone. There's people who need very light pressure and they reach that threshold uh, quickly and other people need very deep pressure and they're barely reaching the threshold that is where we need to work. So the amount of of pressure changes, where we work changes, how long we work changes, uh, the amount of undress changes. And then you can be completely silent. You can fall asleep if if you need that or you can chat the entire time that is completely up to you. I enjoy both and I'm happy to, to mm-hmm. see whoever comes in. Oh, that's it's cool to hear those options. Hey, Lillian, because I think we've both had experiences, you know, on, on either end, you know, someone maybe too chatty, certainly um, who was massaging me or or my being too chatty, you know, because maybe I really <laughs> like the person who's massaging me and I, it's our only time that we, you know, catch up about and then so I've had I've really appreciated a massage recently where the person said Deb you need to be quiet you know you need we need <laughs> yeah. to work on releasing some of this in your body and I thought oh so it's not mm-hmm. the massage therapist mm-hmm. it's me 
but it was really, really helpful for me. And it really did um, a lot happen as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, when I, when I'm in a massage, um, like you say, Emily, it's about getting into, getting into your body. Right. So my, you know, preference is to not talk or speak or have to think about conversation because that keeps me in my head and I just want to be in my body. Absolutely. And, and I think a really great point um, to mention here is as clients, you, you are always have the, you're always empowered to, to make the decisions of your treatments. So if you think it is the therapist that is maybe prompting you a little too much to chat or is just, you know, having a chatty day and you want to have some quiet time, always say something. I know it's tough because you're in this vulnerable position and you're on the table and you worry about all these stuff. We're all, um, we're all professionals. Every massage therapist, when they're an RMT are professionals and they can take that uh, as feedback in and will say, absolutely, let's go that route. And they zip their lips and continue on. Um, so always feel that feedback is great for massage therapists because otherwise we have no idea um, what what you're feeling and we need you to reconnect. And that's important in any professional services. I think someone goes and seeks, you know, I think that's an important to say that you need to speak up about the needs you have on that given mm-hmm. day. That's, that's really good advice, Emily, whether it's your doctor, your counselor, oh. you know, um, yeah. any, and anybody in between, I mm-hmm. think it's important because you're, you're, you're the center of that care, regardless of that power dynamic, right? You should be the center of the care. Client centered care is yeah. client in the center. And um, yes, the, the professionals have the knowledge, but the, the how it's administered is always what's best for the client Mm -hmm. and it's Um, incredible how many people have a hard time saying what they want or saying what they need in those situations right why is that so difficult why is it so difficult for us I I have a hard time with it to say what we need and what we want in those situations I don't know it's there's a power dynamic there and I think that's with any any health professional and I'm sure um, you guys see it in, in your business mm-hmm. too, where we feel like, oh no, well, they know better. Well, there's, there, there's a relationship there that is unique. The client and therapist relationship is unique to each person. And so we don't know what's best for that. We both need to contribute to it. So client needs to contribute to that therapist-client relationship and same with the therapist. And that's where the negotiation happens of, you know what? you need to tell me what you need so I can help support that. Um, And the other thing too, is your needs change. Uh Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are times where um, I will see clients who, um, you know, they're routinely love to come in tell me about their days, their children, they want to vent about something. And then there's other days they arrive and they want to be silent and the ebb and flow of that is just based on what their life is going through, their needs. And I am just, I, I'm going with them. I'm ebbing and flowing as they do, because that's what, that's how I can support them in that relationship there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emily, I've, I haven't experienced it myself, maybe because I'm too chatty, but um, <laughs> on the massage table, people have told me that they actually have huge emotional releases and they cry or they, can you talk about that and how that happens? If you even, if that's even understood, you know, tell us about that. Yeah, I don't, I, 
I don't know en enough about that. If, the, if there is an understanding or, or literature behind that of why that yeah. might happen. My um, guess <laughs> mm. is when you have created this safe space and you're connecting on this human contact level, again, that human touch comes back in and you've created this strong client-therapist relationship and you, the client feels supported and safe with this compassionate touch. I think it just allows your body to complete. Um, and you know what, as I'm saying that, it's dinging my head and I know you guys know this book, but the burnout book, um, <laughs> complete the cycle, you know, yes. and they talk about the feels and, mm -hmm. If you haven't read the book, read the book. I'm going to prompt it in there. I love it. I recommend that book to so many people. And I refer to that book so much in my work. I, yeah. Yeah. I so possibly for some people, it is that completion of their stress cycle mm. where they've given this moment um, and they're reconnecting. Have I had it happen, you know, a lot? No, I won't say that it's for the people who haven't had massages. You aren't don't expect that that's always going to happen. No, that's <laughs> exceptional. That's, hey, that, yeah, it is a vulnerable thing to think that, oh my gosh, I'm going to go in to meet this stranger and cry on their table. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it could happen and it is a safe place to happen if it is something that happens. Right. And that release can happen, not just emotionally. You probably see, yeah, you, you're working with bodies all the time. You probably see things really shift and change for people. Hey, especially when you've been working on them with them, um, for a certain injury or, you know, a certain issue. Oh gosh. That's that be satisfying. That's the satisfying part is the outcomes is seeing the change you make on people, be it, you know, physical. So muscle changes, their range changes, but then you add in sort of the, the entire aspect of, of their, their self. So how does their life change because of that? Mm. Um, how does their, their thought pattern change? Are they able to do more things? When I have a client come and say, Hey, I was able to play with my grandkid uh, and get down on the floor and my back doesn't hurt. Mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> I am thrilled because I know just that what that has done for them as a person for that relationship with their, with their grandkid. That is why I do what I do is to help mm. create more moments of that where people, the pain isn't limiting them. Their, their discomfort isn't limiting them and they can actually engage in their life again. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, that would be really cool. I, I love seeing shifts in the work that we do as well. And sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small, but even the small shifts are big compared to what people maybe were dealing with to start. Right. Yeah. And I, and it's really fun to be able to point those small shifts out mm -hmm. because people sometimes expect big shifts and big shifts can take time and big shifts take a lot of effort. You know, it takes a lot of personal effort and other people supporting you. And that's a lot, but the little shifts are gradual. And so when I see clients on a regular basis, you know, they come in monthly or at any sort of interval um, and they say little things, I'm like, dad, you couldn't do that two times ago. That's huge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And people really appreciate that being pointed out because often they just see what they can't do. Right. Or the limitations. Yeah. 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 Emily, for people listening who think, well, I don't have any injury or stress. Who's, who's listening, who doesn't have stress, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sure, or doesn't feel like they maybe are holding stress in their body. Can you sell the benefits of massage for 
folks, just if you don't have an injury or you don't have kind of that strain from too much zoom or what are the benefits for, you know, somebody coming into massage? It's, I mean, it's about reconnecting wellness. So there's the preventative side, just because, you know, if we really want to shift towards preventative healthcare, um, getting in before the injury happens is very important. Um, one of the things I notice is when I get a referral, say for like a motor vehicle accident or, or somebody who um, has had an injury, I have to base my outcomes on what I'm seeing that day, which is not their normal mm. um, presentation in their body. But if I have seen you before mm. and I know what your body does in in good health and and when it's functioning um we'll say optimally or to to the level that you deem optimal then i can see when dysfunction happens and help you know what to bring it back to because everybody is very different and um just because you know the majority of people have you know no tension here doesn't mean that that's how your body needs to be some Mm -hmm. people need tension in certain areas because that's just how their body is Um, So knowing that baseline helps when injury comes. Um, I sometimes really like to correlate massage therapy with um, dental hygiene, Mm -hmm. where we go to the dental hygienist not because we have a, a, um, a cavity or tooth pain or something like that. We go because we need the cleaning. Um, So you go to your massage therapist because your muscles and your body need need attention and they just need that time. It's not that something needs to be wrong. Of course, you can go see your dentist and dental hygienist if there's something wrong, Mm -hmm. that's why they're there too. Mm -hmm. But if you go on this regular basis, it becomes becomes very good for your wellness and good for your health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes less about reconnecting with your body and staying within your body or staying connected to your body, right? And that's just it, you know, that it's really nice to see the, um, the thought pattern change again of the people who become, who come in regularly. And again, that interval is different for everyone, but because they have something booked, they know, oh, I'm going to see Emily in six weeks or in eight weeks or in four weeks or whatever that is, I'm paying attention to, I'm going to tell her about that tension I felt rather if they didn't have that appointment, they probably would have forgotten about it mm. and not assessed why that happened mm. or reevaluate different things in their life or even just bring that body awareness. So it, mm-hmm. it really is this sort of whole picture that comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think, sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say like, it helps to um, the continuation of the connection to your body, right? Like you're not just going in for massage, get into your body, feel connected, and then the next couple of days that kind of disappears, right? When you exactly. have those ongoing appointments, like you said, you kind of are always aware of the tensions in your body and what's going on mm-hmm. in your body. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really important. Yeah. As you, as you were talking, I was also thinking about um, many massage therapists um, also teach you how to kind of do that maintenance in terms of stretching mm-hmm. and movement, right? Do you want to talk about that? Cause I think people don't, don't anticipate that or don't know that about massage therapy. Yeah. So again, kind of to give an idea of what a massage appointment might look like and what massage entails. So when you arrive, there's an interview and assessment that happens. So the massage therapist, we need to know 
why you're coming in and to do assessments based on this why. Okay, how can we monitor change and see what's going on here? Then there's that treatment, that hands-on portion. And at the end is home care. And we want to provide people tools that they can use in their lives to continue on what we've done in this treatment and in this um, and what we've done, or to even improve on things that we've done. Because there's certain things that we can't do mm -hmm. um, in an hour. You know, in our time can be very quick. It seems long to some people, but we have 24 hours in a day. So mm -hmm. <laughs> your life outside is going to make sure um, that you have these tools that you can use. And so that can be anywhere from strengthening exercises to uh, stretches, um, a lot of mobility and self-massage is something that I really like to give. Um, so there's massage balls that you can roll around on. There's just sort of gentle range of motion movements. Um, and then other just sort of um, self-care practices. So going for nice walks, taking time to take a bath with Epsom salts, other things to help with whatever the outcomes that we've sort of wanted to target with our treatments how else can you help those? How else can we support you? And you'll be given, you know, a wide variety of different things, but you'll usually be given something at the end of um, end of treatment to as a tool to go home with. Yeah, that's that's great. That maintenance piece is really important, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of the Absolutely. homework. Yeah. Homework, yes. I mean, how oh, we hate the word homework, right? Mm -hmm. Oh no, but it's it's about your life mm -hmm. and making sure that you feel you know, well through the, all parts of your life and not mm -hmm. just that one hour that you're here mm -hmm. with me. In one of the trainings Lillian and I did, they called it home practice. And that's what I tend to try and call it now because nobody likes the word homework. Even if you liked homework you, as an adult, or even as a, especially as a teen, that was teen uh, workshop for teens, home practice. Home practice. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway, it's still, it still means work, but <laughs> hey, but it, it also, there's that idea that practice is, um, it doesn't need to be perfect oh, where, no. yeah. Like, you know, some people feel like, oh, if I'm not doing this perfectly or I can't, you know, I can't do the, the three sets that Emily told me to do, mm -hmm. then I shouldn't do it at all. Well, no, no, you just do some. And mm -hmm. then if you miss it a day, okay, that's fine. And then come back to it when you have the time it's practice. <laughs> Um, what about the logistical things, Emily? People listening might think, well, does my doctor have to send me to someone? How do I, how do I get a massage appointment? Do I need a doctor's referral or a nurse practitioner's referral? So um, to access massage, so to see a massage therapist, you do not need any referral. Um, you can get a name from somebody you trust. You can go onto Google. You can go on to the CMTO, so our college, uh, College Massage Therapist Ontario, as a public register of all of the um, registered massage therapists in Ontario. You can access all of them. However, if you have insurance that you want um, coverage for, for the payment of the service, that's when you have to check with your insurance company. Some insurance companies want a doctor's referral or a doctor's prescription um, to, to reimburse you for the treatment. So double check that way. Uh, not every insurance company needs it. So that's where it's very um, individualized with the insurance company, but double check. Mm. Um, and doctors are pretty great at, at, um, at least the ones that I've I mean, I work with doctors downstairs and, and um, in the clinics I work at, and they're always great. They actually refer me lots of people there. So 
Um, usually if you talk to the doctor and explain why you need it, they will mm-hmm. write to that prescription for you. And what about for people who've maybe been in a motor vehicle accident or have a workplace related injury? And they've said, you know, part of the insurance, the insurance has said massage. Do they have freedom yes. in who they choose? How does that work? Yes. So um, for WSIB and motor vehicle accidents, and even sort of veterans affairs, things that have these bigger um, programs around them, um, you could reach out to anyone. It's just a matter of if they have experience with the um, reports mm. and the billing. Right. So somebody like me, I've worked with extensively with MVAs and Veterans Affairs um, and to even some degree WSIB. So I am perfectly comfortable having any of those sort of more in-depth treatment plans and reporting come in because I've communicated with adjusters and insurance companies that way. Mm-hmm. Some RMTs don't see that as frequently in their practice just based on who they've mm-hmm. had come in over the years. So they might not feel as confident in it um, and might refer you out. There's also the point to a billing and that's, that's always something where sometimes you can direct bill, some people don't. And that's, that's again, an individual thing for an RMT um, to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Important things that, you know, for people to think about, it really sucks that there isn't universal coverage for massage through OHIP in Ontario or other, you know, it really, and, and other, other healthcare professionals, but yeah, that's because there's, as you say, there are such benefits, right? There's such benefits. And yeah, one of my visions is this sort of accessibility to, to our care because I couldn't really get into it, but Mm -hmm. you know, everyone can benefit from this and yet it's because of the price point it has to be for, for us to make a living. Um, And for, you know, with the insurance and stuff like that, there's really this people who, Oh, I have insurance. I can go get treatments and they benefit, which is great. I'm happy they can, but the people who can't afford, you know, a $95 treatment every single month, mm-hmm. um, or the people who, you know, don't have insurance or, you know, can't work or something like that, where I want to find ways to be able to make that accessible to, to mm-hmm. them. And I've got ideas, but that I need, <laughs> that's I need time. Idea. <laughs> That's down the road. That's I, that's my big vision, but I need some support on that one. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I think, um, as you said earlier, it's about prevention, right? And often there's not a lot of funding that goes in, you know, um, provincially or federally to, to things that actually prevent when really the all of the, if you look at the cost of, you know, an eMERGE visit for that back mm-hmm. injury or that back ache mm-hmm. or that toothache or the jaw pain, that's way more expensive. So we're putting lots of money into those things when really, you know, if things were restructured, it would be different. It's hard to sell that to people who think that. It's, it's yeah. a hard thing to sell because yeah, but. when you do prevention well, there's no change <laughs> because mm-hmm. people aren't getting sick. And well then, mm. you know, it takes a long time to show that preventative measures actually have an outcome because when mm. somebody's hurt, and you make them better, mm. that's a short timeline. And you can easily say, look, we've done it, success, check mark. Yeah. Rather when it's prevention, it's this, it's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And if things, if things stay the same, that's actually prevention working, mm-hmm. um, which I know people understand with the pandemic right now, you know, and if the numbers stay low, it's because masks are working, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. prevention, um, but yeah. 
That's a really good point. Yeah. It's, it's political, economic, it's big mm-hmm. corporations. It's lots of things. Right. But oh, yeah, health yes. reform. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, a whole other we'll podcast. Have, yeah. we'll have to have you, have you on for a, a health reform podcast Ooh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a dreaming kind of podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, Emily, really cool. Um, ideas you got me thinking back to when you said the first place you worked in terms of it was it called body poet I love that I that's a beautiful name and that's just been running through my head as we've spoken because that's kind of what you are isn't that fun like I I love that she was um uh like did poetry as well so um had Mm. uh um English background and and um crafted that but the really that it helped encompass this idea that it's you there's an art to it there's definitely you know there's science behind it there's that physical part to it but it's that relationship that builds as the client therapist relationship and how the body responds to and we have to respond in sync with that body and so there's this sort of poetry to it Mm -hmm. a creative Um, element you bet that's that's a beautiful image in my head um how about you tell us what wellness means to you? I mean, you've been talking yeah. about wellness the whole time as often our guests do, but what, have you thought about that question? What does it mean to you? I did think of it. And you know that I had an image that arrived as soon as I thought of that question, what wellness meant to me. The image came to me of me sitting at my kitchen table with my son and my husband at lunchtime on a weekend and carving out time to just be and to just enjoy the people who are closest to me and have that connection. And when I've achieved that in my busy life, I, I, I feel well and I feel good. Um, and I thought of what that meant, you know, it's balance, it's time management, it's, um, you know, making sure I'm fulfilled in other parts of my life too. And, um, you know, I do a lot and mm-hmm. enjoy that. And I, that's mm-hmm. who I am. And my husband's very similar. He does a lot. Um, so when we can find that moment together and just sit midday, you know, when prime time to get things done, no, we can mm-hmm. just sit, enjoy a nice big meal together, um, with, you know, the sun shining in it's that, oh, that feels, feels wellness to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting chills, just feeling that with you. That's, mm-hmm. that's a really wonderful feeling, regardless of who those people are around the table. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that human connection again and reconnecting with those that matter most to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's important. Reconnection. That's, that's kind of a theme, Hey, in lots of different ways. Yeah. Connecting, reconnecting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this has been just delightful to talk to you. I, I can imagine, like I said earlier, that your clients must benefit a lot um, from the work that you do. You're knowledgeable, but you're also really personable. And there's a lot of warmth that comes through in, in chatting with you. Thanks, Deb. It's been so lovely to, to talk with you guys. I am an extrovert through and through. So <laughs> a lot, like any talking to connect with people, it's, oh, it fills me back up. So oh, it's, wonderful. Wonderful. Really how, great. how can people get in touch with you or learn more about you, Emily, if they choose to, I'm sure they will after this. Absolutely. So, um, for the massage side, you can contact me, um, through McKay massage therapy. So that's M C K A Y 
um, massage therapy. Uh, you can find that online on Instagram and Facebook. Um, now, if you want to do sort of that business coaching side and your massage therapist interested in connecting me that way, um, it's the RMT preneur. So that's uh, the RMT uh, P-R-E-N-E-U-R. <laughs> um, and Instagram tends to be the biggest way I connect with people, but I do have a website for that as well. Very cool. So lots of ways that people can find you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're, as you said, a busy person and um, we really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to chat with us, Emily. Well, thank you both Deb and Lillian. It's been so lovely to chat and enjoy enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. Same to you. you Take care. Bend the Podcast is a production of Bend Wellness. For more information, check out our website, bendwellness.org. Thanks for listening.